0: A young woman people can't stop talking about. No, Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. 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 Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened?
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And we are reporting from quarantine in Texas. We have a shelter in place notice, so.
0: An interesting fact, we're calling it stay at home here in Houston because Shelter in place in our minds and most Houstonians, Texas minds is usually when there's a hurricane or there's, um, f- you know, flooding or there's a tornado outside. So they decided oh. to do a stay at home so uh, they can differ- differentiate. don't <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally fine. I didn't know the difference. Everyone <laughs> was, was saying so stay at home. Other people were saying shelter in place. And then I was like, what's the difference? And there's not. It's just a terminology. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, just one crisis or the other. Um, Pretty wild times. We're both, I mean, healthy so far. So that's Mm -hmm. good. Have you been coping well with the um, quarantine or how have you been
0: handling the
1: social isolation?
0: So when it was just, you know, groups of 10 or smaller, we were hanging out with our with a little group that, you know, Lance went to yes. law school with these people. And so we were, like, doing stuff together. And then as soon as Monday hit, which is when the stay-at-home shelter-in-place order for Houston went live, that's when we kind of, like, shut everything down. So we've been at home with yeah. our dogs, working, <laughs> going on walks, um, Ordering out sometimes with cooking, trying to avoid the store. We have enough toilet paper. Thank goodness. <laughs> but Good. it's so crazy to think that last time that we were we, – we did an episode. was with Alex and that was like the day after my company was like, okay, stay at home. We're going to be remote. And the whole – the rest of the country wasn't really in this mode. Yeah. I don't think your company was in that mode either. So how are you doing? How has your company been treating you? How's home time? Lupe, your husband, what's what's going on?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you made the smart move when you bought a house and a yard. We're just like in a small (laughs) apartment wondering like, how did this, how did we think this was enough space for us? But it's not been bad. I mean, I've been able to work from home. Uh, My husband works in uh, the medical field. So he's Mm -hmm. working out of the home, obviously but i i was so bored that i joined
0: tiktok so you guys she it said happened she i know quarantine made her <laughs> look what quarantine made you do what's exactly. your uh, tiktok name it's
1: just essay boyer i um, i'm pretty good at it you guys yeah. like for 28 year old but it's been helping me pass the time people are pretty funny on it and um there's a lot of opportunities for me and my dog Lupe to make some videos, so that's oh, been passing the time. And God. then um, we had a unexpected plot twist, uh, uh Back to the Future moment with the whole famous oh, phone call, yeah. um, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this came out like I don't even remember. Like honestly, like four Was years it, like, ago. Thursday? <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah
1: well yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah it came out it came out <laughs> yeah. Thursday time is such a construct I'm like I don't know what day it is I don't know what have, year it is I'm just like have what's we been
0: quarantined for two weeks yeah years I don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes but um
1: we're obviously talking about so rewind the years 2016 Taylor Swift I mean we've been through this so many times it's crazy but this is the whole like beef with Kanye Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift and Mm -hmm. there was this whole famous gate where he came out with a song that said I made this bitch famous um me and Taylor might still have sex and Taylor immediately was like no thanks I hated that she gave her Grammy speech then it came out that Kanye was like whoa this girl is a liar like she gave me permission and he, then she comes out with a statement where she's like, I didn't agree to be called a bitch in that song. And then mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, through a series of months, I think, kept talking about it because it was a plot line on the Keeping Up With The Kardashians show. And eventually, mm-hmm. in the summer of 2016, in the heat of the Taylor Swift is canceled party, well, in the heat of the Taylor hate zone, I guess. Um, yeah. This was after she split with Calvin. It was when she was dating Tom Hiddleston. The, the cards were not in her favor. Kim Kardashian released the Snapchat tapes of her phone call with Kanye where she does have a conversation about the song. She agrees to the lyric, oh yeah, me and Taylor might still have sex. She says some things on the call that make it seem like maybe Taylor was lying. Yeah. What a compliment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the... Of course, that's the Taylor Swift's over party, the National Snake Day, and Taylor comes out with her infamous notes mm. app um, statement I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative, and then disappeared for two years, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was 2016. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah.
1: After that, she came out with reputation, like what you made me do. She had a whole oh, era dedicated to the snakes. Do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She talked about this in her documentary. Like, it seemed like it was all behind. Then, suddenly, this week, I don't know why. No one knows who leaked it, where it came from. Hmm. But suddenly, yeah. <laughs> suddenly, the entire 40 minute long phone call is leaked on YouTube.
0: <sighs> and. I mean, yeah. Like, where were you when this happened? Like, what were your immediate thoughts? Where was I when this happened? Um, I'm going to take a guess. I was at, you know, on my couch. Yeah. In quarantine. (laughs) One of the bedrooms. (laughs) One of the bedrooms, main my couch, having nothing to do. And then all of a sudden, this happens. And I was just kind of, at first I was confused. Because like, oh, the video. I'm like, but we already saw the video. Like, what and then it was like unedited video and of course you know everyone everything went to hellfire everyone was like jumping on defending kanye defending taylor for the most part where were you what were you doing i mean i think it came out like late late
1: late one night and then i woke up and i think just like I've been trying to avoid Twitter because there's just a lot of, like, <laughs> anxiety mm-hmm. around the coronavirus, but yeah, I saw yeah. on Twitter that something had happened. I ended up, like, watching the entire 40-minute video, mm. and, um yeah, <laughs> did you, or did you just watch, like, clips and read reactions? I
0: mean, I think I watched the whole video. It was on YouTube, mm-hmm. but... Honestly, halfway through it, I was like, "What is this guy talking about? Like, <laughs> why is he talking about palettes, yeah. and why is he talking about like making the music industry and making his wife fashionable?" I'm like, I don't understand this. So, <laughs> I might have zoned out for some of it. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I think the immediate reaction, like
1: Taylor told the truth, was trending. Mm-hmm. Kanye West is over okay. was trending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of positive feelings towards taylor swift a bunch of news articles were like oh we owe her an apology like she was telling the truth the whole time and um taylor like there weren't like comments made at first from either camp but what did happen was kim kardashian liked a tweet that was like why is that video going viral it doesn't show anything new she's still Mm -hmm. a liar lol Mm -hmm. and then on the other side taylor swift She hadn't said anything yet, but she was on Tumblr and she liked a few things that were like, oh, guess who's telling the truth the whole time and like some funny memes about it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But at this time, I was sort of like, oh, this is like a funny chapter in this story. Like how interesting to have the full context. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, I was like, isn't this old news though? Like, I'm kind of tired of this. Like, you know? That's where
0: I was too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, everyone yeah. was, like, saying hashtag, hashtag Kanye, Kanye. – I can't even say the name. Kanye West, <laughs> West is over party. And I was like, but yeah. I, this kind of already happened. Like, yeah. not via Taylor, but just via his own decisions and, you know, acts of craziness that has <laughs> yeah. happened. So I was just kind of like – yeah and I also was – Part of me was just kind of like, you know, I'm just kind of over the cancel culture right now. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, done with that. I mean, we saw sure. what it did to Taylor. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. even though Kanye is her, like, one of her worst enemies, like, let's not. Let's not. Let's get yeah. on.
1: No, I agree. Yeah. It was sort of like, I thought it was like it was very interesting to have the context for that conversation because I've had Mm -hmm. a lot of thoughts about how she handled like the famous and the rollout of these differing statements that got more complicated. I still have questions. Yeah. That's that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. But it was definitely telling that like how the call started because what was interesting was, you know, there had been parts of this in the Snapchat version uh, Kim released, but he called like, asking her to put the song on Twitter, which is something yeah. she'd said in a statement, but um, seemed sort of weird. But here you like see him sort of like, not begging, but he was like really excited about the prospect of her, yeah. like with her millions of fans being the one to promote this song. And she was like, well, her country, why? Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was like, why would I? Why would I? And that's when he finally was like, oh, because I mentioned you in it. And then it just became this like very awkward conversation where Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, like it's a really good lyric. You're going to love it. I mean, most people didn't at first and like my wife hated it at first, but now she like loves it and you're going to love it too. It's super edgy. Like, you know how I do. Like, it's like, and it was just like, you could hear Taylor get more and more worried. She was like, okay.
0: And he even says, he's like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to tell you the lyric. And she's like, okay. And he's like, you sound scared. And she's like, I just (laughs) don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. And what's interesting is that when he does tell her the line, how he says, um, I feel like Taylor might owe me sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then, he, then he, he, I think she says something like, oh, I mean, I need to think about it, but I'm glad it's not mean. You know, the buildup you gave it, I thought it was going to be something like that stupid dumb bitch. Which was interesting. It was very, very interesting, interesting, interesting. So, like, she had the whole she, and then he later tells her about the famous um, lyric. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I made Taylor famous. Like that idea, right. and was it that made Taylor famous? No, he had been thinking about the. I still, I think Taylor owe me sex for eight months. Was that the lyric? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the okay. eight months and was then, the. We might yeah. have sex, and when I kind of like the way that she kind of told him. She's like, did you say that? And He's like, yeah, I, I, I yeah. said that. And She's like, well, that's your story. That's your truth. You yeah. know, even though I sold 7 million, cop- <laughs> million copies, which did happen. Yes. That's your truth. There's nothing I can do about it. So it's very yeah. interesting that like she knew the whole lyric except for the bitch part. And that's the one yeah. thing where she had said, I thought you were going to call me a bitch.
1: Yeah, no, it was like you could kind of see Like, you saw the more vulnerable side of Taylor in this full call instead of the clipped-up call that we saw Mm -hmm. in 2016. Like, it seemed, like, much more like she wasn't excited about the song lyric. She wasn't stoked about it. She was like, oh, well, it's your your song. Like, that's how you Mm -hmm. write. Like, I guess, like, let me think about it. Like, I don't, like, I mean, I'll be cool about it. Like... As a woman, I was immediately like, oh, that's a very familiar scene. She just wants to get out of this uncomfortable situation. Yeah. She doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. She's just going mm-hmm. along with it because she has to be nice. She has to be polite. She has to be the cool girl. And she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah." I um, And she kept trying to get off the call, wrap it up. She didn't know what to say. And that's why I think that this is like a classic case of miscommunication. Like I think in Kanye's head, he really did think he'd like convinced her. And so Mm -hmm. on that level, I think Kim Kardashian was like, well, my husband said that he, like had good vibes there so she's a liar and then on taylor's side she's like oh i just wanted off that phone call it was so awkward so uncomfortable like well i mean i guess it's cool he called but like i don't want to be a part of this at all and then she didn't have the recording to go back to look over every little thing she said but she remembered Mm -hmm. being like oh i don't know
0: that's kind of edgy like ha 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 and so then yeah yeah go ahead i was like it's so crazy because you were just saying how she was like oh it's edgy ha 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 and then she gets into this this like I don't know she kind of opened up to him and said, "You know, I'm at a point right now where I'm this close to overexposure." Yeah, and it just kind of like clicked in my head. I'm like, she knew where she was going, and he had said a co- like he had said a comment that once this song is released, um, Taylor Swift, you're you're going to be trending. And it's just really interesting to see how these two comments really foreshadowed what was actually going to happen. <laughs> she was trending yeah. hashtag Taylor Swift is over party, and that. This right here is what pushed her over to like overexposure is yeah. this whole conversation with Kanye, which she did say, you know, let me think about it. Like he said multiple times, I'll send you the track. I'm going to send yes. you the track. I'll send you yeah. the track. Obviously, he did not send her that track.
1: Yeah. No, it's very interesting. And clearly, there's still hard feelings on both sides because I was like, okay, Taylor liked a couple of things on Tumblr, but like, it's good that she's being quiet. <laughs> And then she came out with the world's saltiest Instagram Mm. story. Like I Mm -hmm. was shocked when I read this, I was physically shocked. Um, yes, it was so wild to me that she addressed it the way she, that she addressed it period and that she addressed it this way. So she said, (laughs) she said, and this was a couple days after the leaked video. So it was like, she had been stewing over this and, um, she said well, she had nothing
0: inst- else to do but stew over it because we're all all right quarantined. <laughs> yeah.
1: we're all bored yeah. out of our minds she said instead of answering those who are asking how i feel about the video footage that leaked proving that i was telling the truth the whole time about that call you know the one that was illegally recorded and somebody edited and manipulated in order to frame me to frame and put me my family and fans through hell for four years and then she was like instead of doing that like swipe up and donate to the <laughs> donate to the food bank
0: mm-hmm. were you yeah. not like shocked by this um well part of me a little bit was just because it was like what a few days later and i thought like oh she's not going to say anything you know she's just is going she's going to let bygones be bygones because um you know there will be no explanation they'll just be yeah. reputation yeah. but there was some kind of explanation about how she was feeling and i was like <laughs> Taylor I was like yeah. you, you snapped hard you snapped. I know I mean it was
1: like it was clever like it was mm-hmm. uh, edgy sort of petty but like also like you I told you so sort of comment which mm-hmm. I is a totally human reaction um but then I knew it was like oh this is gonna be a thing and like the very oh. next morning we wake up and Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian had a entire text. I mean, an entire she Twitter has thread something about
0: something to say <laughs> about this. Oh my yes. gosh. Well, what did you think about her monologue? I guess. Well, it
1: was interesting because so uh, on my other podcast, P.S. You're Wrong, um, we talked about this and we got all the way up to the point where Taylor Swift wrote this salty oh. Instagram post. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of like over this story. Like, I wish I would just go to bed. Like, they're both over it presumably they both Mm -hmm. talked about how they don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) and so i was hoping it was done i wake up and my co-host matt had texted me and was like see like team kim for life like whatever oh my gosh (laughs) and so i immediately read this twitter thread and it it bothered me on two levels first of all i was like we are just arguing. that We're just arguing in circles at this point. Each camp has their version of, yes, Mm -hmm. their version of events. They're not letting it go. No one's gaining any ground, no matter what they say. And Mm -hmm. on the other hand, I was like, Kim girl, like this is like, this is like artful, how you're editing and (laughs) controlling the narrative here and playing the victim. She She did not edit anything. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think we should break down her entire her entire response because i think it it can kind of highlight exactly why the leaked video was actually pretty telling because it shows Mm -hmm. kim why she's wrong so first she's like taylor swift has chosen to reignite an old an old exchange that at this point feels very self-serving given the suffering of millions of victims
0: Mm.
1: which Mm -hmm. is like okay kim like Mm -hmm. you literally just tweeted about your upcoming reality show like i don't know if you have the upper hand here
0: Wait, hold on. What, what was premiering that week, this week? Was <laughs> Keeping it up Keeping, with Keeping the Up the Kardashians <laughs> season 18? Yeah. I don't know, but it seems a little fishy that when she exposed Taylor during the Snapchats that – her Mm -hmm. season premiere was coming up and then when this whole video comes out the season premiere of this season came out too it's just Mm -hmm. really really weird um maybe self-serving for chris jenner jenner (laughs) yeah i don't don't know i have no idea yeah anyways no it's definitely
1: fishy i mean it's like who leaked the video i don't know And did Taylor reignite the old exchange? I don't know. Like she didn't like the video. And she also wasn't the first person to like a tweet saying the video didn't show anything, you know. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay, Kimberly. And then she said, I didn't feel the need to comment a few days ago. And I'm actually really embarrassed Mm -hmm. and mortified to be doing it right now. But because she continues to speak on it, I feel I'm left without a choice but to respond because she is actually lying, Mm
0: -hmm. which is
1: like a very annoying language to me because she's refusing to take any responsibility which as we've heard pinned at taylor means she's playing the victim with a lot of ease and natural you know inclination Mm -hmm. she's just like Mm -hmm. oh i i my hand was forced i didn't want to do this but it's like oh i just i couldn't help it like look what she made me do oh yeah (laughs) Like, come on, no one is forcing you to do a nine plus tweet about it. In fact, most yeah. people do not want to hear about it anymore, but yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then she gets into this like meat of it where she says Taylor's lying and she's like, the only issue I ever had around on the situation was that Taylor lied through her publicist who stated Kanye never mm-hmm. called to ask her permission, quote and then she says they clearly spoke so i let you all see that nobody ever denied the word "bitch" was used without her permission but at the time when they spoke the song had not been fully written yet but as everyone can see in the video she manipulated the truth of the actual conversation in her statement when her team said she declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such a strong misogynistic statement which is interesting because that's always been sort of the The question for me is in the statement by Tree Payne, there is this line where Taylor says she declined and cautioned him about releasing a song.
0: Yeah. But Tree retweeted this tweet from Kim about Taylor (laughs) lying, and she said, I'm Taylor's publicist, and this is my unedited original statement. By the way, when you take parts out, that's editing. We'll get into that later. He asked, who did you guys piss off to leak that video? And it says, this is what... The original statement was Kanye did not call for approval, but to ask Taylor to release his single famous on her Twitter account. She declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such a, such a misogynistic message. Taylor was never made aware of the actual lyric. I made that bitch famous.
1: Yes. Which Mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting that Kim is over here taking pieces of this statement to be like, Oh, Taylor said she implies that Taylor said she declined permission to, you know, say, use her name in this song. But Mm -hmm. what Taylor declined was releasing the song on her Twitter account, which was verified in this video that we got. So Kim is trying to say like, oh, see, she lied when she said she didn't grant permission to use the lyric. I think Taylor and I might still have sex, but that was never the statement. That was never the line Taylor ever talked about not liking from the very beginning of her you know reaction to famous and mm-hmm. so that is like i think it was a, one of the biggest like reveals from this rather dull like 40 minute phone call was that okay she he did call to ask not for approval but for taylor to release famous on her twitter and she did decline that so but okay
0: <laughs> she in her 2016 acceptance speech i forget for it mm-hmm. was the grammys was it the Grammys? Yeah, it was the Grammys. With the yeah, Grammys, she won album of the she, year. Yeah, she won album of the year. She had that big, like, speech and at the very end. She was like, "Do not let anyone try and um, claim your fame," something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was interesting because she knew about the whole lyric. She not the whole lyric, but she knew about the famous lyric. She knew that he was mm-hmm. going to going to say something about that. So it kind of made made it seem like she was just very annoyed with the whole lyric as a whole and just not the bitch part. So that's uh, another segment where I'm like, I get that. But then there's this speech she said about never let someone claim your fame when you've worked so hard for it. So it kind of, there was just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Take credit for your success.
1: I know. I think it's like, it comes back to that idea that it's like, I can listen to this tape and I can hear her trying to dance around this like request for approval like she is clearly like, like she doesn't want to say no and yeah exactly we like yeah. learned that she struggles with you know she always wants to be the nice girl she wants mm-hmm. to be the polite girl and she always craves validation which has been a big deal with her relationship with kanye because mm-hmm. she went from being like totally rejected by him in 2009 to being asked to be like his sort of Friendish, like his guest, running mate whatever
0: yeah <laughs> for 2020 which yeah. is hilarious
1: <laughs> and so i can see like how how if she was on that phone call and she's like this is all very weird and then he rambles for like 30 minutes so she's oh, still like gosh. processing what's happening and then she gets off the phone and is like what just happened and then she Wait, hears the song actually for happened? the first time <laughs> yeah that's where this line comes from in our <laughs> in our bio but um but then she hears the song for the first time, and the entire premise is that she owes everything she is to this guy who continues mm-hmm. to sort of twist a knife in her back. That she continues to sort of fall for his antics. Like she talks about how upsetting it was when she uh, like introduced him for the award at the VMAs or something that same year, mm-hmm. and he used that as like a chance to be like they only wanted Taylor here because of the views. And she talks yep. about how that was a twist of the knife. Yep. And so this is like very shortly after that, because they in fact talk about that on the phone call. And she's even like, what happened there? And he just goes on some rant about how he like knew he wanted to say he was going to be president or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's like easy for me to picture being Taylor and being like, I didn't man, that, that timeline phone call- together.
0: Yeah. 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 I had thought she had said, are you going to the Grammys?
1: Well, no. So she was talking about the Grammys, but the B- the VMAs were before that. And the VMAs were where oh, she the- wore that like plaid sort yes. of like two-piece jumper and introduced she- him for some award.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember that. She was standing next to Kim. Yep. Yes, Just yeah. Just nodding. Kind of yeah, like, exactly. what the crap is he saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so I can picture being Taylor and getting off that phone call and being like, that was weird. And then stewing over it and thinking like, I don't think he made me famous but not being able to like mm-hmm. come out about it until the song was actually released and then hearing him call her a bitch which mm-hmm. like the thing him comes back to a couple times is like you know who Kanye is he sings bitch it's not a big deal he calls me a bitch type thing but to Taylor it clearly was a big deal to the point where like you said in the call she's like well at least you didn't call me a dumb bitch you know Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we probably said bitch too many times on this on this Maybe. episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 But then Kim continues in her explanation and says like, oh, like Kanye had every right to document his musical journey just as she did with her documentary. <laughs> Which is wild to me because Kimberly is in law school and you... Like Taylor Swift, a hundred percent asked approval for every single person featured yep. in that documentary. 100%. Everyone had to sign something. Mm-hmm. Literally, everyone who's filmed has to sign an uh, agreement. And so the idea yeah, like, that Kim can be like, "Oh well, see, it's the same
0: thing." Like
1: he just exactly. records so the, everything.
0: <laughs> the fans in Japan when they were going into. You know, the meet and greet, they had to sign the waivers. Like, they they didn't know what they were signing, but they're like, sure, I'll sign away my rights. Yes. Like the video footage. So, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like every little detail.
1: Yes. Oh. So it's sort mm-hmm. of laughable. And then she also makes that um, note that was like, I didn't edit the footage. I just chose the clips that proved my point <laughs> to show you what happened, <laughs> which, kids, is the very definition of editing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, again, she's still in law school, hasn't graduated yet, and it's beginning to show. But
0: <laughs> well, a pretty wild I, statement from Kim. I liked the end of the video where at yeah. the very end of the video, they talk about how, oh, we need to record this because it's with Taylor. Yes. Like, oh, we need – so. There were already, like, wheels turning in their head for the reason why they recorded this. It wasn't just because I want to document my my process. There was, like, some ill intent behind it. Because at the very end, they're talking about how, like, the video cut off and they needed to record it because it's Taylor Swift and everyone Mm -hmm. needed to hear this call. So it's just – yeah, oh. he
1: says something about needing cameras on her, giving permission or something. So
0: three, I don't he know, needs three cameras at every single yeah. table. That's what he had said.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it's like there's a part of me that still believes that. I mean, Kanye West, bless his heart, he has mm-hmm. he has admitted to struggling with a lot of mental yeah. issues, and yeah. I think that he has a very well documented ego, and that he probably left that phone call thinking, man. She she understands how dope this is. She gets my vision. Like how could yep. she not? I'm a genius. And so I think mm-hmm. it really does boil down to a extreme miscommunication on all parties and now they're just all like it was just such a huge fallout from it that there's just a lot of hurt feelings still.
0: There's still. there's no recovering from it. I don't yeah. think ever.
1: Yeah. So I mean that's the next chapter in the famous gate. Who knows if in four years we'll get another another
0: look behind the curtain? Maybe maybe next season on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, <laughs> a storyline. Yeah, prob probably yeah. very possible. Um, yeah. Well, I mean there is another page to this story, and that is Todrick's reactions to Kim's. Tweets. Oh, I forgot. Yes, yeah, just- so we. We have to talk about this because everyone's always, like, in Todrick's boat. Like, oh, he's always cheering on Taylor. He's always Taylor's biggest fan. He's always the first one to step up. And he did step up. But in a way where I, like, I cringed when I read it. At first, when I clicked on it, I was like, here's Todrick coming in with uh, my best friend. She's dope. She, you know, (laughs) she, like, him. Makes sure to call her his best friend a few times. Yeah. A million times. So he went through he went through and dissected everything that all the tweets that we just read <laughs> and just kind of like pulled them apart kind of like we did except for the fact that she said he, he said that she's a self-absorbed entitled stubborn little i don't want to say it but it starts with the q and ends with the eef i, I as soon yeah. as i heard that <laughs> when he called her that i was like whoa this tone yeah is definitely getting on the wrong foot and then he 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 goes in and saying after your ray j video and yeah. you publicly documented every crevice of your personal area i highly doubt that you're embarrassed now to respond to this yeah Mm-mm. i just was kind of like oh no like this like he took it a step too far and he like i'm sure he got all this backlash because he ended up deleting these these um this Instagram story oh, and good. go onto his Twitter account and it's all this more positive supporting Taylor <laughs> um, language that he's used. Yeah. But it just, I didn't like the slut shaming. I didn't like any of this. I didn't even mm-hmm. like, I didn't like the hashtag tag Kanye West is over party. I didn't like yeah. anyone. I was just kind of, you know, let's just stop. I feel down. like Todrick has been like very annoying to me. Like, I What think do you think his um, intention behind this was?
1: I'm sure he think- really loves Taylor. I'm sure he's yeah. like, but I'm sure there's also an element of, like, I am her protector. I get mm-hmm. the most likes, the most attention when I tweet this outrageous stuff. Like, there's a sense of freedom there to be outrageous because he gets the approval of millions of Swifties being like, yes, Stan Todrick mm-hmm. forever. But I thought it was interesting. Like, and this is sort of a uh, side thought. But um, someone came out, I think Marin Morris, was like, what's the best advice you'd gotten from Taylor Swift? And And she was like, Oh, well, I was asking about like how I know who are my real friends versus who just like want me for my fame. And Taylor's mm-hmm. comment was, "It's the people who don't always ask for a picture before they leave your house." And it made me think of Dodrick.
0: because they're always <laughs> taking pictures. He's
1: always taking pictures, and that's like unfair. I'm sure they have a great relationship. Or whatever, but I also don't think she needs her little friends to go on these rants that make her look like mm-hmm. a crazy person who still very much remembers they existed you know it's like yeah i just and i hated the slut shaming part i'm just like todrick sit down no one asked you you already did your twitter rant when the video came out like i don't need you to go through this right now
0: mm-hmm. no i all know where I, you stand i do wonder how taylor reacted to that like, i hope she had told had him to take it down take that down she like was whoa like, 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 like yeah a little bit too much
1: you yes, it was a lot of it too much. It was way too much. Yes, yep. you need to calm yep. down. You're
0: being too loud. It's <laughs> 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. I can't. It, just, it was such an alternate reality. I kind of, I don't know, embrace this drama w- with open arms just because everything online was all about the coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> and then every it's now true. and then when we get these little, like, bursts of drama that don't have mm-hmm. anything to do with, like, what's going on in the world because it's just you want to be informed but sometimes it's just a damper and depressing so to to be at home with nothing to do and have this kind of like (laughs) happen before your eyes is kind of like a a blessing in disguise Uh, yes (laughs) yeah I know we were like should we do a whole episode
1: on this and we've already talked so long about it but I was like there we go to just like close this (laughs) chapter move on (laughs) because we're here to talk about death
0: by a thousand cuts
1: which is uh, something I've been very
0: excited about. So I do have to tell you, I always say, that's my thing. So I do have to tell you yeah. um, when all of this, sorry to go back to the coronavirus, but when all of this, um, the coronavirus was, you know, ramping up, someone on Twitter was like, uh, tweet, like replace a word in a Taylor Swift song, um, like title with the word corona. <laughs> and everyone was like um mm-hmm. cruel corona um and all that stuff and someone said death by a thousand coronas so when you were <laughs> like hey this is the week song i was like oh yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. it reminded me of yeah. that i was like no
1: uh, uh, yeah <laughs> but, but no i mean this is a favorite of ours i think go go. it's still is it still I one of your it. go-tos?
0: Yeah. I love it. I, I'm so glad that we can go back and revisit it. I haven't been listening to a lot of Lover recently. I've been working and like watching too much TV. Mm-hmm. But today I picked my dogs up from daycare and I was out in my husband's Jeep. He took off the top, everything. So everything was like oh, kind nice. of like a convertible. And I was blasting and repeat death by a thousand Cut. And does. I was like, yeah.
1: I love the song. <laughs> yeah, I mean this got right. to like number two in our Bridge City battle. Yeah. Um, I love it. I think it's my Rob's favorite song on the album too, so we listen to it a lot if we ever listen to Lover. That's good. That's good. And today I also was re-watching Someone Great, which is mm-hmm. sort of the inspiration for this song. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah. So for those who maybe don't know the story, um, when Taylor Pause. came out... Oh, yeah. Go to Netflix, watch <laughs> Someone Great, and then continue yeah. this. <laughs> then you'll get it. Um, But yeah, so when Taylor Swift was promoting Lover, like after it came out, she was on the Elvis Duran show, and she mentioned this story where she's like, yeah, I watched Someone Great on Netflix, which is this story about a couple that sort of ends, and it's nobody's fault. It just doesn't work, and she mm-hmm. has to walk away from it. And she's like... it moved her so much that she started waking up from dreams where she was living out the scenario and she had these song lyrics in her head and she's like oh my gosh I'm gonna write a breakup song and so then she says (laughs) she says she was on the Ellen show she mentioned how much she loved the movie someone great and then in the weirdest like cosmic twist Jennifer the director called to tell her like actually like when I was writing this movie it was based on uh, relationship in my life and as I was moving across the country like I was listening to 1989 on repeat and Clean was like a huge inspiration for this project and so mm-hmm. it's just like this crazy it's crazy. crazy like yeah. circle like <laughs> it's just so weird because she was inspired by Clean and then Taylor was inspired by this movie to
0: write this song so it's all very like meta yeah the, the stars the star. were aligned So I do have a question for you, and I I think a a few other fans have kind of, like, questioned the timeline of this. Mm -hmm. Um, So she posted in February of 2019, The Seven Palm Trees, and then had later said that 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 picture really represented, you know, that that was the day that the album was complete. And then that was in February 2019, and then April 2019, Someone Great was released, and then you go on and, you know, in May she's talking about it, you know, not in May, I don't know, in August she talks about it. So do you think that this (laughs) song was a last minute edition or do you think that she got to watch the movie before everybody else? No, I think it's the last minute edition because
1: I think, um, I think there was a time where she was like, oh, there's still like a chance so I might write more. Like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. I might still be Mm -hmm. writing. And so I think like the timeline in my mind is – um. You know, the movie was released on April 19th and then she was on Ellen May 15th. And that's when she like said she'd seen oh, okay. the movie. And so oh. what's interesting then is there was that whole post where Jack Antonoff was like June in film and there was a picture of Taylor Swift in the studio with him implying she was in the studio in June. And so I think people I saw some people who were like, oh, well, this makes sense then that she had she saw his movie, she was obsessed with writing the song. she got it all cleared away in May and then went into the studio in June and like finalized it with Jack, who mm-hmm. was the producer mm-hmm. on it and so then yep. I mean, it would be a short turnaround, but
0: either with that Taylor. or she lied about the whole thing so <laughs> I'm not claiming she lied. I'm yeah, just yeah. there's a timeline of how it happened. And I think on the Tiny Desk series, she also says that her friend's breakups were yes. partial, you know, inspiration for the song too. So I'm sure just yeah. kind of all just like – I'm sure someone great really just tied it all together with a bow yeah
1: i know because when i like first heard the album and i was listening to it chronologically and i got to this song i was like what the hell did she and joe break up at some point (laughs) i was like not my like not not them like this doesn't make sense she always writes from like personal mm-hmm. experience like this has to be mm-hmm. her life then and so it was sort of a relief and sort of interesting when you found this story and we're like
0: oh okay 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 okay, okay. It was, so was good. Just and it, yeah <laughs> and I kind of like think too that you know because she was she was dreaming about breaking up but I'm sure in this dream you know she probably put herself or even like when she was yeah. writing she put herself into that reality like there's there's Joe, you know, who like she could see her future with, she was planning on everything with similar to someone great and to have that just like ripped from you and you're like but you're the only thing that I know. Like what am I yeah. going to do? Like I I I can't imagine going on without you. Like
1: Yeah. This I, I is still like have feelings Cornelia for you. Street on acid, honestly. Yeah, like
0: exactly. The
1: feelings here are ratcheted up to like 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What would happen if court if she could never walk Cornelia Street again. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. what would happen? This is anxiety yeah.
1: dictating her songwriting, and it works. Exactly. Okay,
0: <laughs> it does.
1: <laughs> um, but we can get into the lyrics. Um, yes. So I think I'm reading this time. You are reading. So. It starts off with sort of a chorus of my, my, mys, which is very interesting.
0: Why why do you think it starts out with my, 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 my? At first, I thought it was bye, 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 bye. Because it was kind of like, bye. Right, right, right. I love you. I think it sort
1: of plays into this idea that it's like, it's like one of the central things in the film. And also, I think that she captures in this song is the idea of this, like, you know the supercut of a relationship where you're revisiting memories. You're you're nostalgic mm-hmm. for things in the past, and so to my me, it's heart, sort of like hips, she's my like my body,
0: my love, my time, yeah. my mind, my spirit, my trust. Yeah,
1: and so she's sort of like, oh wait, this was mine. This is mine. Mine, 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 mine. Like she's revisiting all these like memories, and it sort
0: of um, adds my 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 lover.
1: Yeah, I don't know. that's true. There's a repetition there. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: it is just sort of
1: a. It's good though, cause it. I know immediately what song I'm getting when I hear the first, <laughs> the first sound. It's like, and so I'm like, yes, turn it up. We're listening to this. <laughs> um, but the first verse, she says, "Saying goodbye is death by a thousand cuts. Flashbacks waking me up. I get drunk, but it's not enough, cause the morning comes and you're not my baby. I look through the windows of this love, even though we boarded them up. Chandeliers still flickering here, cause I can't pretend it's okay when it's not. It's death by a thousand cuts." Which is a great first, <laughs> first verse. I mean, it's packed with so many clever lyrics and really evocative images. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, first of all, like, like I was saying, in Someone Great, like there's so many flashbacks and like the film starts with a song, Supercut by Lord, which the director said she really wanted to have in the song because it captures this idea that it's just a supercut of us. Like you're remembering a relationship in all these vignettes, all these memories, and you're just like, you're you're caught up in these like memories of the good times and so I think Mm -hmm. death by a thousand cuts is sort of a play on that where like yes it's sort of like you know death by a thousand pains but it's also like death by a thousand cuts where like a cut in a film where you're constantly like seeing these little montage moments
0: and wondering like how on earth you got to this point where it's over yeah have you seen 500 days of summer Yes, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, this kind of Mm -hmm. is is what it reminds me of because the whole movie, he's looking back on his on Mm -hmm. you know him and Summer's relationship, and he's seeing it like this these good, like in like the rose colored glasses, like uh, everything's perfect. How did it end up like this? And then at the very end, his sister is like. You're just seeing like all the great stuff, but there were bad mm-hmm. moments in the in the relationship. So it's and that's kind of like how someone great is kind of too. You look back yeah. at all these like great moments where they were just in love and happy and at their best, and then towards the end you have these moments where these flashbacks of they're fighting. You can see that they're mm-hmm. they're not on the same pain they're, they don't have the same goals anymore. And you're kind of like okay, like you need yeah. to remember the good, the bad, and the ugly for all of it. Yeah, what it is. But I do have to tell you that – I do have to tell you. I do have to tell you. um, I always say that. (sighs) Um, I thought it was flashbacks. We can meet up today was when I was looking at the lyrics and it flashbacks waking me up I thought it was like a you know you're going back on you know the the flashbacks you're looking at all like the good times and you want to text someone like hey we can meet up like hey because that's kind of how like someone great was And when she kept hoping she was gonna see him hoping she was gonna run into him and then she sees him in the bar that's what now I was like oh yeah that makes sense and then I read the lyrics I'm like that makes even more sense <gasps> no. I like I mean I just
1: recently rewatched rewatched the movie too. I really love it. I I think mm-hmm. it really captures the not only this relationship but the girlfriend like the friendships there too. But in the in the movie, the main character Jenny towards the end is writing this poem um sort of as she comes to terms with the breakup and she says when you let the light in shattered glass will glitter and the director explained like how important it was to have that line in the movie because she's like so often when you break up you're just told oh that person was trash like move on throw them out like get over it but Mm -hmm. it's like she's like no these people make you who you are and you have to take all that and that's why you can look at all that shattered glass and you can see it as like pain or you can see like the beauty of those like pieces and how it's catching the light and so I think that's something Taylor really captures here with this whole um, I look through the windows of this love even though we boarded them Mm -hmm. up chandelier still flickering here and it's like you get that sense of like nostalgia but it's not like misplaced it's like there was something good there and you have to like accept it for what it was
0: yeah. And like when you're in this moment right here, the way that they're talking, you know, flashbacks, wake me up, I get drunk, but it's not enough. I'm not your baby anymore. You can tell that like where she is in the moment of the song is she still loves him. She's still mm-hmm. looking back, back at the good and she's still yearning for him. And like she's not going to be able to walk down um, Cornelia Street anymore he because he has made such an impact on her life that like, of course, like there's always gonna be that little spark because – Yeah. Sorry. Oh my god. It's it's love. That's what it was. We all feel
1: it. Yeah. Um because then she sings, I dress to kill my time, I take the long way home. I ask the traffic lights if it'll be all right. They say, I don't know. And what once was ours is no one's now. I see you everywhere. The only thing we share is this small town. You said it was a great love, one for the ages, but if the story's over, why am I still writing pages? Mm-hmm. I love this song so much. I'm just I like, oh, too. I want to go listen to it again, like, right now.
0: <laughs> and everyone's always, like – I mean, pe- people made fun of Taylor with, like, memes <laughs> with, I asked the traffic lights if it'll be all right. They yeah. say, I don't know. And they're like, hello, Taylor. But she really, like, uh, pulled in, like, this metaphor of the traffic lights. And as she said – someone was asking her thoughts on it on Tumblr, and she said – It's like how when you're struggling through something, time slows down and everything is a sign. And you take Mm -hmm. advice from a tree because you're just going through it. And previously (laughs) in a 2013 interview, she had said relationships are like traffic lights. And oh, I yes. just have this theory that I can only exist in a relationship if it's a green light, like green light oh. go, like it, yeah. So it's just kind of like okay, like I get that the because girl it, loves she's always traffic light. <laughs> I know. So she's like traffic light. Tell me if I need to go stop, yeah. to slow down. What's going on? It's like I don't know what you what you need to do. Yeah, I, I have no I answers mean, for you.
1: Yeah, because she's mentioned it in like all too well once before. Like, mm-hmm. I guess we need to go through and call her songs to see where she talks about traffic lights. I know. I um, know. But I also love this line. You said it was a great love, one for the ages. But if the story's over, why am I still writing pages? I think that just like captures the sort of, I don't know, like how unfair it can feel when someone else like says, no, this is over. And like Mm -hmm. you still wanted to keep on going and yet you don't get to like force them. And so it's like, man, you told me this was your this was a, this was the, this was it. This was the greatest Mm -hmm. love. Like you told me that. And now you're saying it's over, but like, I'm not over it. And I think that's just such a clever image that really like puts you right there in that like heartbreak.
0: Like, how dare you? I mean, I just remember going through a breakup and it's like, you could tell that the feelings are very much still there on both sides, but it's like, okay, it's over, but I'm not over it. It's still Mm -hmm. very much in my head and you're like how can you get over it so fast when I'm not like we were just at the same we we're at that stoplight together at this going at the same speed mm-hmm. and all of a sudden what happened yeah oh, it's just
1: brutal it's crazy. yeah it's,
0: brutal. it's one thing that that this is why people write um, songs about it. it's why people go to war for it it's just it's mm-hmm. passion
1: yeah and so mm-hmm. then she says um Because saying goodbye is death by a thousand cuts, flashback waking me up. I get drunk, but it's not enough because the morning comes and you're not my baby. I look through the windows of this love, even though we boarded them up, chandeliers still flicker in here because I can't pretend it's okay when it's not. It's death by a thousand cuts. And then in sort of a break from her usual song format, she goes straight into this like powerful bridge that Mm -hmm. we obviously like could not shut up about on our bridge episode and like I still like go so hard to when it comes on
0: um and it is not a verse it is a bridge (laughs) and I have receipts for this okay
1: yeah (laughs) yeah she called it a bridge we're calling it a bridge it is a bridge end of discussion um but she says my heart my hips my body my love trying to find a part of me that you didn't touch gave up on me like I was a bad drug now I'm searching for signs in a haunted club and I'm just going to pause here because we have to break this down like line by line basically amen amen (laughs) Um, But I think, one, this is a very obvious nod to the movie. Like, now I'm searching for signs in a haunted club because the entire movie's premise is that she wants oh to go God. to this, like, last performance at this concert she always went to with him. And that's, like, she's struggling to get there and then she sees him and it's, like, it's, it's what inspires this entire, like,
0: looking back sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of what it, inspires her to be, like this is over and then she writes yeah like, oh, i just i need to go yeah. back and watch this i know I it's so to. cute, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> but i mean this just like the way she starts with like
1: this like she's so like passionate when she sings it too she's like my heart my hips my body my love and she's just like and you're like oh yeah cool this is great and then she's like i'm just trying to find a part of me that you didn't touch and it's like mm. oh ouch <laughs> It's like yeah and I mean, I guess it's, physically, but mostly emotionally, it's like he's been yeah. everywhere for her. It's just like all of her is wrapped and like, up in who they were together. Yeah. yeah. And then she sings our songs, our films, united we stand, our country, guess it was a lawless land. Quiet my fears with the touch of your hand, Papercut stings from my paper thin plans. <laughs> Girl, I just, I think this is some of her strongest songwriting. And I think she does so much that's clever here, like. First, the idea that it's like, oh, they used to have all these things together, the songs, the films. And it's like, they're all tainted now because it's just a reflection of what's broken. And she's just like, she does this clever thing where she's like, oh, united we stand, which is very patriotic phrase. And then she's like, our country, I guess it was a lawless land because there were no rules. Suddenly he walked away, he broke it, it's over. And it's just like, again, the like, energy she brings to
0: this chorus is just so powerful yeah and this is where she was talking about how she loved writing this this bridge because she said this was like the the this one was fun to write. And she's like, I got to admit, it's like this ranting bridge. And that's where we get like, our songs, no, 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 And she was saying that, um, you know, she, she likes this ranting bridge. And basically Jack Antonoff, or who she likes to call him, Jack Rantanoff, and they just rant on bridges. And she kind of tied the bridge into – this song into out of the woods how th- yeah there's that ranting ranting <laughs> i was like oh this is totally a song that shelly is going to love yeah. although i love this bridge i do not yeah. care for we already know out of the woods bridge but do you like <laughs> the bridge in out of the woods not at all because that's where it's oh. like
1: not ranting okay
0: I like the bridge. I don't like the ranting. Uh, not okay, the, ranting. Okay, I, the ranting. To me, the ranting is, are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods? That's the ranting to me. That's the ranting. So, yeah. yeah. So, I the bridge and out of the, out of the woods is good.
1: It's the so, okay. 20 seconds, twenty stitches in a hospital room. Oh, I could I like go that. into it, okay. but we won't. <laughs> don't go
0: into it. But, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot no. of hate uh, from not liking out of the woods from last oh, episode, really? too. And I I like so the lyrics. I don't like the out of the woods, out of the woods, out of the woods. Yeah. And I will stop there.
1: Yeah. Everyone, don't hate on Ashley. People are allowed to like different
0: things. Don't cancel me.
1: But we all like this song because then she sings, Mm. My time, my wine, my spirit, my trust, trying to find a part of me you didn't take up. Gave you so much, but it wasn't enough. But it's all right. It's just a thousand cuts.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm brutal I love them <laughs> the, my time my wine my spirit my trust like yes. not only did he take that up but he also took advantage of it and he also he was like it was like a take 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 part of the relationship that's what I I view there are two totally on two different wavelengths and it reminds me of like the Kanye and Taylor I'm sure the communication wasn't there either you know mm-hmm. it's just they weren't on the same wavelengths Ugh. I also thought paper cut strings paper thin plants for the longest time I was calling this death by a thousand paper cuts (laughs) that's not it that would be painful
1: yeah I mean I think that's sort of the idea is it's like these little things that just added up and just fractured something and um, I mean um, there's a lot of theories on why it's called this and why she said that and there's like a ancient like Chinese torture <laughs> oh, God. where it's like they would cut off like slowly limbs like from a body <laughs> I'm oh. like I don't know if Taylor was is really looking at that but there's no. another it's like a term in in law that like a death by a thousand cuts is just where little things add up and then mm-hmm. it's just like that's it's just over and I think that's sort of more the image here it's like It's like, yeah, there's like this sadness and there's also this optimism. There's like nostalgia and there's there's heartbreak. But it's like altogether, it's about her realizing like, oh, there was so much that hurt. But it's like, I'll be all right. Like, I'm going to remember the good. I'm going to focus on like what I gained from this relationship.
0: Mm hmm. And then yep. she
1: ends on the chorus, like, I get drunk, but it's not enough because you're not my baby. I look through the windows of this love, even though we boarded them up. Chandelier still flickering here because I can't pretend it's okay when it's not. No, it's not. It's death by a thousand cuts. You didn't touch. Just trying to find mm. a part of me that you didn't touch. My body, my love, my trust, it's death by a thousand cuts. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. No, no. And then The outro is, I take the long way home. I ask the traffic lights if it'll be all right. They say, I don't know. And it just like ends and you're just like, oh, it's just like, (laughs) I don't know why this like goes so hard. Like, I love it so much, but it's a very sad
0: song. (laughs) It is sad, but also I feel like some of the the music also gives it hope. Like yeah, she's getting over this guy, and she needs to take her time. She needs to get drunk. She needs to doll up and feel pretty. She needs to, you know, reminisce about the good times. And remember and remind that it wasn't a failure. Yeah. The relationship was like it might have failed, but it it gr- she grew in it and it to who she was going to be become like she's going to be successful no matter what so the the music behind it is still uplifting Mm -hmm. you're like okay it's gonna be all right yeah it it is just right now be you know if you're going through a breakup sometimes you just need to be sad and this is a sad song and revel in it and then pick yourself up yes exactly you're gonna get over it
1: (laughs) yeah and you get this cool song to feel it too i mean i just love it so much it's probably one of my favorites Mm -hmm. of all time for her but definitely on the album um and that's death by a thousand cuts but we also have a quick little i guess more happy tea time i would say Happy Taylor. yeah yeah. <laughs> so the good news this week is Taylor Swift started reaching out to fans who had been worried about the coronavirus like um, their jobs like people are having problems like paying rent, paying bills because we can't go to work. We you know a couple of people are freelancers, whatever it is. And so a few times last week she reached out to these fans and was like, oh, I'm gonna PayPal you like three grand. And so she freaking yep. sent three grand to a few fans, which is amazing. So that, great.
0: It's so awesome. Yeah. And she even like, even if there was technical difficulty, mm-hmm. she's like, hold up. I can't do it now, but I'm going to have my team yeah. figure this out tomorrow morning. Like it's going to happen. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of, it's what we need more of in this yeah. world. I know there are a few other stars like Britney Spears who are offering to like, you know, pay people for, like money for what they need to get by, which I just, I think this is exactly what we need. We need this bright light. And I also love the fact that, you know, yes, all that drama happened last week, but right now she's like, how can I help my hands? Yeah. How can I make sure that, you know, they're like, I don't know about in other countries, but unemployment has Biked up a lot in the United States because you have people who have to small businesses who have to shut their doors, um, who can't who don't know if they're going to be able to open mm-hmm. their doors in two or three weeks because they're not getting that income. Yeah. So you have so many people who are who can't provide their day to day like necessities for life. And I just to have Taylor being like I'm going to try yeah. and mitigate some of this is it's really sweet. And she's spending her time in quarantine, you know, doing. Doing the Lord's work, doing the best that she can do, doing Taylor's work.
1: Well, and it's like some of these, uh, the two I saw were like, I didn't even tag Taylor. I just had mentioned something on Twitter. I just had posted on Tumblr. Like it's Mm -hmm. like happenstance. Like it wasn't like they were like, Taylor, please give me money. It was just happenstance that Taylor saw this and then just reached out on her own. And I think that's so, so cute. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like Corona Swift. I don't know. (laughs) Swiftie, (laughs) something in there. But um, I guess because we can't have nice things, a couple people got salty over one of these recipients um, who they felt Mm. had been less than kind in the past, who had been problematic in the past. And Mm. so they were like, ugh, like Taylor needs to do better research. Like, ugh, Taylor's team needs to have like a black list for some of these Swifties. I
0: was just like,
1: Life is too short. Like, don't get up in arms about Stop. it. Just, like, chill out, please.
0: <laughs> and,
1: like, focus on the good in
0: this situation. Yes. You know, like, Taylor is helping this person who needs it. Um, And, you know, like, I, the one thing that I, you know, I after I have – I did see a bunch of spikes in people tweeting about their financial mm-hmm. needs. And a lot of people are like, don't – like, there's going to be a lot of fake people coming out for money. Like – you, you know, yeah. t- thinking that people are going to take advantage of Taylor, yeah. and I was like, you know, I'm I'm not here to judge anybody yeah. at all. Like, Taylor can make the call. Yeah. I, I I just think that it's something. It's the light that we need right now. Yeah. We need more celebrities like Britney Spears, like Taylor Swift, who are out here, you know, looking out for their fans and making sure that they get. I know. It. I mean, it's like more millionaires, more billionaires. It's like
1: there's a huge economic divide that's being highlighted by the people who. Who, you know, are worried about how they're going to pay bills, how they're going to do this or that or live. And then there's a mm-hmm. bunch of people sitting in their mansion singing Imagine in a, in well, a celebrity-filled video. You know,
0: I do have to, oh my gosh, or in their hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do have to say today, and I'm not. I'm not trying to like, you know, put myself on a pedestal at all. At all, but it was very interesting. No, I went do. to go, I went to go pick up a prescription today at CVS, um, and I was like in in the car with like my my husband's car doesn't have any windows or anything right now. And I got out of CVS, and when I was walking out, these two homeless women came up and they're like, "Can you buy us some food and some?" Um, like necessities. And usually my first instinct would be like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. No, no, no. I don't have any cash. I don't have any cash. And I was like, you know what? I was like, the least thing I can do is go in there and help them, you know, with with food. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a thing, a sanitizer, a tiny little thing. And I gave it to them. And it was just like, they were just so happy to have someone like take them seriously and to like help mm-hmm. them. I was like, that's the least that we can do. You know, if you are mm-hmm. blessed right now to still have your job, still afford groceries, still afford to do, you know, to, to survive, maybe, you know, go out of your comfort zone and do what you usually don't do, you know, like go and help somebody mm-hmm. in need. Um, there are so many ways you can help people right now. So just open your heart and love a little donate to the food bank, just be mm-hmm. a little bit more like Taylor so yeah we just need to be more aware and just like and that's you know and that's one that's one thing where i'm kind of like it's i'm so sad and i like turning on tv on the news it's just making me like cringe like there's so much going on in the world right now but i'm Mm -hmm. like you know this is kind of um bringing it down to the level where we're all human we're all going to be affected by this we all need to support one another our our race our class status how much money we make if we're gay straight like it's still it's it's not discriminating against anybody. So we just need to remember Mm -hmm. we're all on the same level right now. But that's my, that's me right now.
1: (laughs) No, I love it. It's such a good spiel. I mean, that's like where we're at. It's a very weird, weird time and very surreal and easy to feel down Mm -hmm. or confused or sort of like apathetic or pessimistic about everything. But, I think Taylor did a kind thing. I think we can continue to do kind things and also mm-hmm. just uh, find the joy in
0: things like Taylor Swift songs. So Exactly. You do that. You know, find joy in Taylor Swift songs. If you find joy in our podcast, make sure to go Apple Podcasts. Um, find Swiftish Podcast, Give us that five-star rating and tell everybody else why you like Swiftish Podcasts so much. You know, that actually helps us get in front of other people who might be looking for that Taylor Swift podcast.
1: Yeah, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Swiftish
0: Podcast and on Twitter at Swiftish Pod 13. And we hope that we'll be able to put out another um, episode soon. But until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, can you ask the traffic lights if it'll be all right? Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need a sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>